Hello and welcome back to Park It Here. This is John Ryder. I'm the Supervisor of Communications and Marketing for Louisville Parks and Recreation and I'm here with Aaron Henry once again. Uh, we've produced, I think this is our seventh podcast in the last six months, something like that. Aaron's nodding his head. I'm not sure if he's certain or not, but it's time to take a look at the volunteer program here at Louisville Parks and Recreation. Um, since I've been here over the last decade or so, we've had Laura Ryan here who you know, really spearheaded a lot of excellent efforts, made some good partnerships in the community. Um, and then Andrew Brooks did the same thing. And now we have Sarah Flarsheim, who is our volunteer coordinator. Um, and she's got a lot of exciting uh, ideas about the volunteer program. The volunteer program here saves the city of Louisville about a million dollars a year in labor. So those partnerships that we have with businesses and churches and schools and civic organizations, they're very, very important, not just to help keep our parks clean and to create stakeholders, but there's also a bottom line benefit. It, it uh, saves tax dollars. So the volunteer program here is worth supporting. So I hope you'll do that and enjoy this episode of Park It Here, and I'll answer my phone. Okay, so we're here with Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Welcome. Hi. Uh, how long have you been with the department? Um, I've been here only about six months. Uh, and, and before this, tell us a little bit about where you were before you came here. I, I know you were working at the Americana Community Center. Um, is that correct? Uh, yeah. Can you just give us a little bit of background? Um, so before this, I was um, part of AmeriCorps, um, which is a nation nationwide um, volunteer uh, organization that ha- places volunteers at nonprofits and um, local government organizations across the United States. Um, Americana World Community Center helps um, refugees that move to the United States find resources within the community to get settled. I was the volunteer leader for the project, so I had about 14 AmeriCorps volunteers under me at different nonprofits across the city. Can you talk a little bit about, I know one thing that that might be probably not that surprising to people, it's that the international community in Louisville are big-time parks users. Can you talk a little bit about how your experience at Americana kind of introduced you to the way that folks that are that have different cultures and different backgrounds use our parks and recreation system. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a really fun fact about Louisville that a lot of people don't know is that one in ten Louisvillians was born outside of the United States, hmm. um, which is a huge number. And because of this, there are certain neighborhoods in Louisville that are hugely full of different cultures and different um, people from different nations, and it's really amazing to get to know them. And The way people use parks across the world is so different. Um, And so communities from Vietnam, for example, will have a lot of like casual picnics in parks. Just anytime it's sunny in the summer, you'll have families out uh, just enjoying the weather. Whereas sometimes Americans are a little more um, organized when it comes to parks. They're playing um, sports, pick up basketball games. So it's it's really exciting to meet the people in the parks and just learn their story and, and what brings them out. So how long have you lived in Louisville? I know you're originally from Louisiana, correct? Um, yeah. Uh, I've been in Louisville um, about two years now, um, and it's been it's been a real roller coaster since being here. Um, it's been great to get to learn the city. I feel like every day I learned about a new neighborhood I didn't know existed, um, and I'm also starting to learn that every neighborhood is subdivided into sub-neighborhoods, which yep. is just pretty amazing to keep track of. Yep. So, some, so what are some of your favorite places to, to visit? Not just within this park system, but within the city. Where do you, where do you enjoy going uh, specifically? Whenever you're, uh, well, I said, no, I said, I said throughout the city. But, but what are some of your favorite parks uh, within our system here? Um, I personally love Iroquois Park. I feel mm. like it's one of the unsung heroes of the Olmstead Park system. Iroquois 
kind of a magical place because when you walk the paved path that follows the road through the park, there are points where it feels like you're in the middle of the wilderness. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't hear cars. You can't hear the traffic. All you hear is birds and you're walking through just shady tree light and it's green and beautiful. It's, it's been described as Louisville's Yellowstone. I've heard that uh, yeah. referred to uh, several times. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a beautiful park. Yeah. Um, where else? Um, I'm also a huge fan of Wyandotte Park, actually. Mm -hmm. It's a small neighborhood park, but there's a group of young fellows that play basketball there super regularly, and they're all really nice. Um, I feel like they're out there. If it's warmer than 45 degrees and not raining, they're out playing basketball in the evening. Yeah, those are the, the Bryce and Tiller courts that are out there, correct? The ones mm -hmm. that Nike uh, yeah. gave money to Louisville Parks and Recreation in 2017. And yeah, those are beautiful courts. Those are, you know, you, you don't see public basketball courts like that anywhere mm -hmm. in this country. I mean, they're really amazing. Um, that that uh, that park also, we just reintroduced some pickleball courts over there. It's really turning into a pretty nice recreational hub down in that area. So. Um, so I'm with you. Um, what are some of the ways that people can get involved if they're interested in volunteering for our department? Um, so we have volunteers that do all kinds of things, which is one of the best parts about Parks and Recreation. If you like getting your hands dirty and want to work outside, um, we've got tons of park projects that you can just drop in on. Signing up is better, but anybody's welcome to join. There's no experience required. All the tools are provided for you. Um, we just get out and get our hands dirty. Um, if you're looking for something a little more organized, our community centers all have volunteer opportunities. We've got Kids Cafe, which is a great way to just volunteer an hour after work, all the way down to mentoring programs where you can become a really great role model for a kid's life. And so it's really, it's something for everybody. If you love baseball, we've got volunteers that help with our youth baseball league. If you love soccer, you can help coach, you can help referee games. Mm -hmm. um, there's really something for anybody. Um, so I strongly recommend, if you don't see something you're interested in on our website, uh, you reach out, give me a call or an email, and we can find something that really fits to what you're looking for. So you can hear that Sarah's super passionate about this. At there are practical applications also, too, about volunteerism. Um, over the course of a year, I, I don't exactly know what the figures were from 2018, but I do know in the past that volunteer labor has saved our department over a million dollars, I believe. It's mm -hmm. a figure like that in workforce labor. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it, I'm, I'm assuming you also take the conservation and uh, education piece of volunteering seriously, but there's also a, a budgetary reason uh, that as a taxpayer, you should be encouraging volunteers, right? Yeah, it's it's true. On average, our department has over a million dollars worth of donated volunteer time per year, which is just incredible. Just in 2018, our volunteers donated over four years of time in our community centers and parks. Um, and every little bit counts, even if it's only 20 minutes a volunteer could weed a garden bed and make a community center look fresh and new. Or an hour, you can help Kids Cafe serve um, hot meals to kids all across the city. And it just it makes such an impact in the lives of park users, in the lives of our kids throughout the city. It's really incredible. So take us through this. If, if you're, a say, a church or a business, and you have a group of 20, 30, 50 employees, and you're looking for a group project, what happens from the time that they contact you uh, to the time they take their shovels, uh, <laughs> their sticks, their little pointy sticks that pick up the litter out there in their trash bags. Um, what happens between then, uh, between the time they contact you and the time they have their project, and what will they get out of it if they volunteer with us? 
That is a, a really great question. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> so um, we have lots of corporate groups and um, community groups that volunteer. And the process is pretty straightforward. I ask that any group looking to volunteer contact me about three weeks before they want to do a project. That just gives us enough time to find something that's going to have a real meaningful impact in a park or community center. If groups want to stay in a particular neighborhood or part of town, we try to cater to that. But really, it's the park needs or community center needs that come first. And it depends on what the group wants to do. If they want to really get their hands dirty, maybe we pressure wash a shelter and paint it and all the picnic tables and really jazz up a park. Um, If they're looking for something a little more low key, Maybe we just do some uh, litter cleanups in parks, a little bit of pruning, something less less down and dirty. And so it takes about three weeks to get everything set up, and it's a really easy process. Um, we just connect groups with parks, and then I or someone else from our delightful operations department will meet that group in the park, give them a little history of the park, explain what we're doing for the project and why, and then even demonstrate exactly how we're going to do it. Even mm-hmm. if it's just something simple like painting a picnic table, mm-hmm. we still like to give little um, little demonstrations just to make sure everybody's on the same page and everybody leaves with a new skill. So maybe you're not uh, maybe you're not affiliated with a church or a business. Maybe you're just a concerned citizen that has an hour um, mm-hmm. and you're you're not necessarily part of a group project. You're just a one lone person that wants to make a difference. Uh, how can you put that person in in the path of a volunteer project? Um, So right now we have uh, volunteer projects open to anybody every Thursday from nine to noon. They rotate around our parks depending on what needs to get done. And then pretty much every other Saturday we have a project that's open to anybody. You can bring your family if you want, the more the merrier. And those projects are gonna be more hands-on on on Saturday just because we're trying to tackle bigger projects with more volunteers. And we really start from the basics, so we meet you where you are. Uh, If we're doing invasive species removal, we'll teach you exactly which plants we're looking for, the best way to get rid of them. Um, And there are great skills that you can even take home into your own yard as a volunteer Mm -hmm. um, and help maybe plant some good uh, butterfly flowers in your yard and get rid of some some more nasty plants. Mm -hmm. I know one thing that has been, you know, there have been a few volunteer coordinators that have been here since I've been here. Laura Ryan was here. Andrew Brooks was another volunteer coordinator. Laura Ryan came back and now you're here. Uh, the one thing that I, I think has really grown is the Adopt-A-Park program. You know, businesses love putting their name on a park and saying, you know, this is this is something we're taking ownership and we're taking care of. Tell us a little bit about that process and sort of what your vision is for that as far as maybe growing it. So our Adopt-A-Park program encourages groups to adopt a park, and in doing so, they'll do service projects throughout the year. And it really depends on whether the group is looking to be really hands-on or just looking to to make a small difference. So the minimum requirement is four service projects per year. But we have a couple Adopt-A-Park groups that are out there every week helping maintain parks, helping making them really, really amazing places. One of our newer adoption groups is a home skate shop adopted Breslin Park mm-hmm. a couple months back. The home um, of the skate spot. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, it's pretty spectacular. Yeah. And um, that's over off of uh, Lexington, correct, near Cave Hill Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, and that group's initial project was planting probably a hundred different flowers, bushes, and helpful plants around the skate spot and just making it look really beautiful. And that group has continued to care for those garden beds, pick up trash in the park, um, help eliminate graffiti, help keep 
kids out of the park at night. Um, and they've just been really, really amazing um, and a valuable resource to that park. We also have um, Love City, which is a nonprofit in West Louisville. They have adopted, oh goodness, what park? Uh, they've adopted a park down there. Um, and they um, are out there all the time. They've painted the picnic tables there and the shelter. Mm-hmm. They um, always have eyes in the park just to make sure that it's a safe place for the kids in the neighborhood. And it's it's really incredible what some of the adoption groups have done. Yeah, so it doesn't just start and stop with you doing one project and you putting your name on uh, mm-hmm. you know, a sign that appears in a park. It's a it takes a it's a commitment that will last for quite some time, right? Mm-hmm. Um so where is, I'll just ask you what you what your opinion is. Where do you think the greatest need is? Like if somebody called and they asked you and they said, what can I do? Where would you point them in? What direction would you point them in and where? So I actually have the great honor of being able to ask volunteers, why do you want to volunteer? Mm-hmm. And almost every person that reaches out is passionate about something. Um, be it they see litter in their neighborhood park or they really want to help kids they see around the neighborhood that don't have a place to go. And so I really try to point people in a direction that they're already interested in. And we do have organized volunteer projects pretty regularly that individuals are welcome to come help out at. But if you're just looking to pick up trash in your neighborhood park because you see it and you want it to change, we also have individuals that volunteer in their own time and they just record their volunteer hours and they are connected with the volunteer community that way. And so it really... It depends on each volunteer and what they're looking to do and what difference they're looking to make in the city. So what it is, what is it that you like and enjoy about uh, your job? Uh, it's, it's pretty apparent that you have great enthusiasm for it. What, what, if I asked you what it is that you like about it and what keeps you going, what is it? Um, I get to work with volunteers Mm -hmm. and they are, I mean, they're just people from the community that have decided to take their time and give it for free to make a difference. And that already is such a positive and impactful way to look at the world um, that getting to work with those people day in and day out is just, I mean, it's amazing. There's nothing like it, being able to go to work and talk with people who are really just genuinely trying to make a difference. Do you volunteer outside of, of here as well? I do. I actually spend a fair amount of time in the parks myself uh-huh. when I'm not at work. I'm a big fan of uh, plogging, which is picking up trash and jogging. Um, I <laughs> plogging? Highly, I highly recommend it. Now um, I've heard everything, Aaron. Yep. How come you've never told me about plogging? <laughs> All right. Aaron, of course, is the person who produces this show, and he's sitting here nodding his head, yep. snickering just slightly. But anyway, um, continue. So plogging is really easy, and it's a great way to make a difference throughout the city. If you go out for a jog or a walk or a run, just take a grocery sack with you, and anytime you see trash, just pick it up. And you'd be amazed at how much trash you can pick up off the street, in a park, through your neighborhood, and just a short little walk through the community. There are a lot of unsung heroes in Louisville that, that plog regularly. The, the uh, best way to get in touch with you uh, and to get information about the volunteer uh, program is to visit bestparksever.com. What will they see if they go to the website and how can people get in touch with you? Um, so when you go to bestparksever.com, if you scroll down just a little bit, there's a big button that takes you to the volunteer page. On there, there's information about different ways you can get involved and also a link to our volunteer application online. You can also email uh, me and I will help walk you through the steps if you need more help. Really, if you're interested... Don't be afraid to reach out. We'll we'll connect you to opportunities one way or another. Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome. All right, so we are back. Uh, thanks to Sarah for joining us. And thanks to Aaron for producing this broadcast. Wanted to apologize for my phone ring. We do do this in my office here at Joe Creason Park. Aaron produces it, and 
you know, we're a busy department. We get lots of phone calls. So, uh, so it was the little peek inside of what happens here. My phone does ring on occasion. Um, so anyway, uh, if you're interested or your organization, your neighborhood, your civic group uh, in, a, in a volunteer project, either a one-day project, or maybe you're an individual who just has an interest in helping out and cleaning up your neighborhood park, um, visit bestparksever.com and look for the Volunteer Opportunities button on the main page. You can go through that and find links to uh, future volunteer projects, how to adopt a park. There's a lot of good information there, so I'd encourage you to visit. So that just about does it here for Park It Here. Uh, this is John Ryder, and for Aaron Henry, we'll see you later.